Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Solar View Podcast. I'm Tom Miller, Marketing Director here at Baywa RE Solar Systems. And today we are sharing an interview from our podcast series, Power Forward, created in partnership with Solar Builder Magazine. Chris Crowell from Solar Builder will be interviewing Tierney Marsh. She's a regional sales rep with the Baywa RE team and also the co-host of our Solar Tech Talk show. And she'll be talking about growing your solar contracting business. There's a few other interviews in the series that we'll be sharing in upcoming podcast episodes, but you can see them all right now at Solar Builder's YouTube channel, so make sure and check them out. Thanks for listening, and let's hand it over to Chris at Solar Builder. Today, we're powering forward with Tierney Marsh from Baywa RE Solar Systems. Tierney is a regional sales rep for Baywa. She's a member of Baywa's key account team, and she's also the new co-host of the Solar Tech Talk podcast. Tierney, welcome to the show. Thanks, Chris. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so you're the new co-host of the Solar Tech Talk podcast with our pal, Aaron Bingham. Uh, I'm just curious how that was going. Uh, does it make you think anything differently about your job as a regional rep? You want to jump in and do my job now, or how's that, how's that going? <laughs> oh gosh, no, your job seems hard. <laughs> it is not. Um, okay, continue. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's really fun to be able to work with Aaron. He's got such a deep uh, product knowledge on so many topics, and when we get to talk about to the the different vendors and the experts and the different products that we're highlighting, um, I get to learn so much more. It's really fun to get into the weeds, get nerdy about things. It's probably my favorite thing. It's just we get to dedicate some time to get nerdy about solar. I love it. Yeah, can hopefully do that now. Um, awesome. So I wanted to start today by focusing on uh, growth. Uh, you know, Baywa helps a lot of companies grow. Uh, so I imagine this is something you're talking about a lot. And obviously, I imagine growth is different depending on the solar company you're working with, you know, what their goals are. Certainly, we have a lot of businesses of all shapes and sizes reading at solarbuildermag.com. So what does growth look like uh, when you work with different customers? Um, if a customer says, I want to grow, you know, I guess, what are the things you're talking about? The first thing that I want to say is that growth is not one size fits all. We connect with the, our customers. We figure out what's going on with them. What does growth mean to them? And then we kind of dive in from there. So I'm not going to take a cookie cutter approach when a customer comes to me and they're like, we want to grow. But I am going to start talking about specific aspects of how we can help them grow, right? Can we look at your product match? Can we look at your line of credit? You know, we want to make sure that we're looking at holistic pieces so that we can help you grow in a really sustainable, healthy way. It doesn't help anybody if we're growing in such a way and then we run into roadblocks, which it could have easily been um, moved aside or um, organized around, right? We try to take that long view so that we can help our customers grow in the healthiest way possible. And so like, what are some of the typical or most common challenges that you then see uh, customers facing when they're looking to advance, you know, apart from supply uh, constraints and those industry-wide challenges that we'll be getting to, you know, I guess what are the common business challenges solar contractors should be thinking about as they, you know, plan for that next phase of growth? I would say one of the things that people don't consider, but is the most impactful is really like, what is your cash flow situation? What kind of line of credits do you have available to you? If you're planning on growing X amount over the course of the year in the next couple of months, 
Um, you need to make sure that you are working with a partner that can help you secure the line of credit or um, work with you in your current cash flow needs to make that growth happen. Um, often, we, if we're working on growing with a customer, we can kind of bump into a line of credit situation. So that's one of the first things that we try to look at. Another is, you know, we're we're in this volatile industry. We call it the solar coaster for a reason, right? So we're we're trying to look ahead at what kind of product shifts might be coming because when there's a module transition and a wattage transition, even if we know that that's coming in three months, we want to make sure that we're matching your current sales with what that is going to be, right? If people are, if my installers are selling today, but they're installing in three months, they need to know what that wattage is going to be. So we try to look really closely at that and work with them to help plan in that way. And do you recommend like a certain type of growth, if that makes sense, like in terms of the the, the speed or the scale, like does it make sense to maybe go faster and bigger if you're going to plan something out? I wouldn't say fast or slow is going to be the best way. I would say make sure it's healthy for you. Make sure you're working within your boundaries. Make sure you're working with partners that have your back so that you can kind of grow in that healthy way. Like, is there a certain growth trend you're seeing in terms of business model? Is the opportunity in just trying to do more sales and expand your regional territory and do more jobs in a week? Is it approaching getting into commercial now? Um, is it uh, trying to just add a new location in a different state? I'm just wondering if there's any sort of thing you're noticing that's happening more than most or should be happening. So I'm kind of seeing two macro trends, shall I say. One is consolidation. So we're seeing the Lumio partnership that's happening in the Western um, portion of the states um, where five to seven, I'm not sure how many installers have kind of come together and they're joining forces, right? They're trying to figure out the best way to grow, to um use the tools that they've developed individually to conquer the market and um, provide a great experience for their customers. So consolidation is kind of happening not only there, but it's happening across the country. And, um, you know, people are bringing together best practices and growing together. So that's a really interesting thing to see. For smaller organizations, I would say, um, especially like long tail customers, one of the things that I've seen for a long time, you know, I used to work for a long tail customer is, you know, that just incremental growth of adding an additional crew, um, growing in a way that is uh, slow and steady within your means and, and not taking extreme risks. That's a really great way to build expertise, um, establish yourself in the market and um, gain market share. There's a third piece in there. <laughs> Um, I would say that some of our, one of the customers that I work with is focusing really steadily on um, entering new markets. So they have a strategy where every time they exceed a install threshold, they open a new warehouse kind of in that same region so that they can kind of support and grow in a, in a reasonable way. So there's lots of different ways to approach growth. Um, it's, it depends on how big you are, what kind of focus you have, how you want to grow. Um, but whatever way you choose, your partner should be able to support you in that. On a personal note, Baywa, are, we are growing ourselves, right? 
We recently acquired the solar division at Beacon Roofing, and we're bringing them um, that that division on board. So one of the things that we're going to be able to do, you know, we're adding 10 warehouses or so. So that's going to give us the opportunity to actually do some job site delivery and some more specific services that um, it's really exciting to be able to have that opportunity and gain that, like we were talking about with Lumio, right? Where they are combining forces and working on best practices. We're doing that with Beacon. So we're really excited about that opportunity too. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I, you know, I was wondering if from your vantage point as the regional in regional accounts, like are you seeing larger like roofing companies coming in that are trying to really expand and grow into solar or or vice versa? Or some of your, you know, long standing solar accounts looking to diversify that way and now get into roofing and like other, uh, you know, areas for growth elsewhere. And this is purely anecdotal, yeah. but I've definitely seen customers, you know, we haven't seen as much movement from the roofing space into the solar space. One of the reasons why I've heard that that's a little bit more difficult to manage is that the margins in roofing and the margins in solar are really different. So you have to kind of focus your your um, business in a different way in that regard. Um, but we have a lot of solar customers who also do roofing, who also um, support in these other ways. So I'm definitely seeing that shift where um, they're diversifying from just solar into more um, services in that way for the homeowner. So let's zoom out, I guess, a little to the the industry-wide uh, challenges. Supply chain was the you know big challenge of 2021. It continues to be an issue, um, interruptions to del deliveries, products not available, et cetera. What are recommendations you are giving to partners to help them navigate these challenges? It certainly was challenging, right? 2021, we, are, we were looking at module shortages due to WRO and supply chain. Um, different product shortages, basically, you know, due to port issues, right? The same reason why we weren't able to get toys for Christmas is the same reason why we're not able to get end clamps, uh, you know, by a certain date. The more that we can plan together, um, or the more that you plan together with your distributor, whoever that is, um, the easier going your path will be. Um, looking ahead, getting those those product timelines, getting your POs placed so that you know when you need product, when you're going to get product. And then just being like really transparent, right? If you're working with a partner who is not giving you all the information you need, maybe they're not the best partner for you, right? At Baywa, we try to be really transparent because we know that we can only grow if you're growing, if our customers are growing. So we want to make sure that that growth is healthy. We want to make sure that that transparency and communication is there so that we can, we can move forward at full steam. It's kind of like in your role, you view yourself as an extension of the purchasing team. Does that seem fair? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We are tied to the hip. We have weekly, bi-weekly calls. Um, one of my customers, I'm on the phone with them twice a week um, with their purchasing team directly. And then I have three different calls where we're connecting with their vendors, right? We need to have that really close tie of communication. We need to be their partner. We need to be solving their problems. We as an organization are also trying to meet new needs and create new opportunities. 
Um, one of the things that we're looking at is, and that we're trialing with specific customers is a vendor managed inventory model um, or VMI. So we're working to develop this right now. And one of the things that I love about this program is gosh, darn, it is easy for my customers to um, get the product that they need when they need it. Uh, it's, as long as we have constant communication about what their forecast is, what their needs are, what their current inventory levels are, we can just smash that out of the park each time and cut down the number of um, shipments that they get and just make their life so much easier. And I love being able to do that for them. So let's close on this. Uh, what are you most excited about this year? Um, or maybe one or two things that we should be paying attention to in 2022? One of the things that I would say to focus on in 2022 is we really need to make sure that we are rallying behind the net energy metering changes that are happening in California and Florida right now. Those are really impactful policy decisions that won't just stay in those states, right? California is an in industry leader in a lot of ways, including in policy. And when something like that happens, when, when a big change happens to the way rates are structured and um, solar is incentivized in a state, um, especially like California, that can have huge trickle effects to the rest of the economy. Um, we want to make sure that we are protecting our industry, protecting our jobs, and um, protecting our customers, right? They want to be able to go solar. There's this huge drive to um, be more renewable, to own your own energy, to have the freedom that solar provides. Totally. I'm on board with that. Um, well, hey, Tierney, uh, just thanks for taking the time today out of your busy schedule uh, to chat with us here on Power Forward. Thanks, Chris. I had a great time. Have a wonderful rest of your day.